We'll begin evening prayer in just a moment. Psalms for this evening are Psalms 20 and 21 verses 1 through 6. And that's on page 364 through page 365. But worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty God, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. <clears throat> Psalm 20 is on page 364. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary, and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings, and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire, and fulfill all thy might. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petitions. Now know that I, the, the Lord, helpeth his anointed, and will hear him from his holy heaven and even with the whole some strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we call upon thee. The King shall rejoice in thy strength, O Lord, exceedingly glad shall he be of thy salvation. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not denied him the request of his lips. For thou shalt meet him in the blessings of goodness, and shalt set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest him a long life, even for ever and ever. His honor is great in thy salvation. Glory and great worship shall be laid upon him. For thou shalt give him everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of thy countenance. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, 
is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 10th verse of the 5th chapter of the book of Hosea. Here the, uh, the princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. I will pour out my wrath on them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment, because he willingly walked by human precept. Therefore I will be to Ephraim like a moth, and to the house of Judah like rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah saw his wound, then Ephraim went to Assyria and sent to King Jareb. Yet, yet he cannot cure you, nor heal you of your wound. For I will be like a lion to Ephraim, and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear them and go away. I will take them away, and no one shall rescue. I will return again to my place till they acknowledge their offense. Then they will seek my face, and their affliction they will earnestly seek me. Come, and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do to you? O Judah, what shall I do to you? For your faithfulness is like a morning cloud, and like the early dew it goes away. Therefore I have hewn them by the prophets, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and your judgments are like light that goes forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath shown strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of St. Paul's Epistle to the Galatians. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. 
and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who has taught us that all our doings without charity are nothing worth, send thy Holy Ghost and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of charity, the very bond of peace and of all virtues, without which whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee. Grant this for thy only Son, Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. You can smell Lent coming, can't you? It's just a day or two away, and... Um, then it'll it'll be a chance for us to maybe change our lives a little bit. And um, I think our passages today are calling us to to Lent in a way in the way that they are calling the the Israeli people 
and Paul was calling the new Christians to return to and stay with living for God. So in Hosea, we see the prophecy that Ephraim and Israel be, will be laid waste by an enemy. And so what do they do when God says they need to repent and follow him? But they try to make a political alliance. And so they're trying to make a deal with the king of Assyria. There were time when they went to Egypt. Um, so they're looking all around. And so it kind of reminds me of the guy that fell off the cliff and he was holding on to a bush and he said, is anybody up there? And God's voice came down and said, let go, I'll catch you. And he waited a second. He said, anybody else up there? And that's what Israel is doing right now. They're looking at a different way than following God to, um, to try to get out of their tough situation. And really what they're doing, they're being punished for, their, for the way they've been living. So we see also that Assyria, it says, the prophet says, Assyria um, cannot, cannot help you. And so one of the things that comes to mind is, is that if God's presence is terrifying in his judgment, his absence is worse. So we're being called back into living in his presence. In the final part, in the uh, chapter 6 part of our passage, um, it, God talks about Israel's fickle love and what God requires. He doesn't want fickle love. He wants total dedication. So um, they do mention in there that after two days they'll be saved and on the third day. And it's not a direct reference to the Messiah. It's a it's a, it could be a metaphor for that, but it's the main thing it's showing is that God can make miraculous healings happen. And so metaphorically, what, what happens for the nation of Israel uh, will literally happen to Jesus Christ, his son. So I'm thinking of, of the way they're living, and it's, I'm reminded of Isaiah 55, when it's advice to these the people of Israel, but also to us, seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. So Paul has been presenting this lofty picture of a Christian life. And so as we start our passage today, he's talking about the real possibility of sin. And so the principle of living by the spirit is a real thing. It's not just idealism, but the apostle Paul knew that uh, believers will falter. And he may have um, feared that the Galatians would respond too harshly to one another if they did falter because they had a little problem with arrogance. And so he tells people to bear one another's burdens. And burdens are a heavy load, which uh, they represent difficulty and problems people have with dealing. And bear connotes carrying something with endurance to bear it. Um, one of the thoughts I have, and in the next few verses, Paul says, but remember, you're bearing each other's burdens, not your daily load. So the daily load, people will try to sell their daily load as a, a burden. And if you carry that for them, they're going to hand it to you every day. So there's like a um, command to bear one another's burdens, but it's also an exhortation to deal with your own stuff that you can deal with. Uh, the other part that Paul was concerned with is if, if I bear, bear your burden and I get arrogant about how much I can help you and you couldn't help yourself, and he doesn't want that. So he ends the passage with a kind of a summary of how he hopes the um, Galatians will act. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap, if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. So although there's going to be discouragements in our life um, as, as believers, and along the way we, we run into challenges, we have to take courage in the assurance that God will vindicate his people. 
And at that time, we will reap the fullness of God's own goodness. And so that's what we're being called into as we enter the Lenten season. And looking forward to Lent and getting closer to God is an attitude that uh, I'm working on for myself and actually looking forward to this this thing that's going to happen Wednesday morning where we uh, make some dedic dedicate ourselves and purge ourselves of some of the things that stay between us and God. Let's continue with the um, intercession on page 590. And let's make our private intercessions first. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good. Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening and, and praying together. Thank, Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a great evening, everybody. You too.